Thanks for tuning in to PI Perspectives. This week, Matt welcomes Michael Morelli from Powerhouse Investigations. Michael has a unique approach to open source research. He shares with us some great pointers and some great free search tools. We also touch on jury research and how to offer this service to your clients. This episode is brought to you by Crosstrack's case management software. Crosstrack's integrates with programs you already use like QuickBooks, DelvePoint, ScopeNow, Investigation Video Editor, Word, and more. The integrations combined with powerful features such as automated audio transcription and report generation help investigators generate revenue and improve efficiency. This system can be customized for any investigative specialty. Start your free trial today at crosstracks.co and use promo code PIP20. This episode is also brought to you by Investigators Toolbox. The industry's premier digital forum and learning community launches June 1st. Welcome to the future of investigation networking. Learn more at investigators-toolbox.com. Now let's check in with the guys and chat about open source research. Please welcome Michael Morelli and our host, private investigator, Matt Spare. And welcome everybody to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. So we are back on our regular track of uh, episodes here. And today we've got Michael Morelli from Powerhouse Investigations out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. I had heard Mike or Michael on Francie Kohler's PIs Declassified a couple months ago, and uh, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, He approaches open source investigations a little bit differently. Michael's actually written for PI Magazine as well. Michael, I want to welcome you to the program. How are you doing today? Uh, Matthew, I'm doing great. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to be with you today and and your friends that are are listening. Yep. Thanks for joining us. And uh, today's date in the real world is April 13th. 2020, uh, as we're recording this episode, COVID-19, what's it look like in Oklahoma? How are you making out over there? It's okay. You know, Tulsans are very flexible people and uh, we're, we're doing okay. We're mostly people are staying in their homes and kind of abiding by what the governor wants. And like everybody else, we're all wanting to get through this thing as quick as possible and get life back to normal. That's, that's the hope and prayer for everybody. Sure. Sure. So, um, what does what your business clientele look like? Who are you typically servicing? So, Matthew, my uh, clients are mainly attorneys and insurance companies and other private investigators. So I do a lot of expert social media investigations for PIs across the country, California, all the way over to the East Coast in New York and in between. And then we do specialized juror reports for uh, attorneys who are doing their uh, due diligence on their juries to try to select the right uh, jurors so they get the verdict that they want. So, uh, but yeah, mainly my clients are attorneys, PIs, and insurance companies. Yeah, we're going to touch on that juror research stuff before we finish up today. Um, I've got a little bit of experience doing that. Um, and I know you've got some experience too. So we, definitely it's something I want to talk about. So your company is Powerhouse Investigations. Uh, how long have you been in business? So I started around 2004. Matthew, uh, I worked for Cullen Investigations here in Oklahoma. Eric, he's a dear friend and he helped me get started. I worked for him over for over a year. He kind of trained me and you know helped me get my sea legs as it were. And then I was able to go out on my own and I've been building the business uh, since about uh, 2014. 
Yeah, that's great. I think it's really important for investigators in uh, this environment, especially to identify those uh, mentors and people that will speak into our lives and you know point us in the right direction as far as running our business, growing our business. It's so important. And even though we can't go to conferences these days, we can't uh, press the flesh and say hello or sit down and have a meal together with somebody. I think it's really important to be able to identify people in this industry that have been doing things for a while and, and yep. leaning into them. I wholeheartedly agree, Matthew. You know, I, I, from time to time, reach out to other people to try to make connections. And some people, they love doing that. Others are, are that's not their thing. Right. But for me, you know, I get emails from PIs around the country sometimes, and I'll do gratis work. Uh, if it's something simple, maybe it takes me 15 minutes, you know, hey, can you search this email? Or can you teach me how to do this? Or, for example, you know, we have some resources on our website like, for example, somebody goes to powerhouseinvestigations.com slash email. There's a list of the email, some of the email tools that we use. And I like to make things available to the PI community because we all need mentors and we're all learning. And I, that's one of the things I like about our industry. And then meeting people like you is awesome because, you know, we all know different things and we can share and everybody wins. Right. That's the bottom line. We want to have success. We want to get results for our clients and for ourselves. Yeah, I, I stole a phrase from Jim Nanos a long time ago, and I, I say it all the time, uh, you know, Jim from um, PI Magazine, you know, sometimes it's, it's better to uh, know the guy than be the guy, right? So, yeah. you know, yeah. I can I can do my own social media research. You know, I like to think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good with it. By the end of the day, I don't really have the time to do it, nor do my field investigators. You know, they can do a cursory job. They're, they're pretty good, too, at what they do. And we do our continued education and, and uh, you know, I'm always looking to get them to do what they need to do. But, but to me, somebody who, who specializes in doing that type of research on these heavier cases or things that are really important, knowing when yeah. to bring in that expert. And Michael, what I love about your business is that you understand uh, that you're servicing the investigative community and you leave room for us to have a margin, <laughs> you know, which <laughs> you know, everybody's got to eat off if it's, you know, um, you bet. The, the and, pie has to be uh, for everybody's got to eat from the pie. And no, I agree with you. I, I like doing that. I mean, yeah. again, it's a way for me to help other people and right. I can do expert work for them, charge them a, a lower fee than I normally would charge an attorney that would hire me or, or my own caseload. And then I'm able to produce something and it's built a good business for me because sure. I'm helping other PIs succeed and they love my work. So it's a great industry we're in, Matthew. Don't you agree? I do. I do. I love, um, you know, the folks that are in this industry and just the passion that, that the folks have to um, get better at, at what we're doing, right? That, that drive for, for education is something that's near and dear to me. And there, there are definitely a lot of folks that are out there and, you know, with social media and with networking and, and having these mm -hmm. forums and groups, you know, you're, you're meeting people like on Facebook, the private groups and things like that. Uh, you're, you're meeting people across the country that, that have these same passions too. And, and being able to pick somebody's brain. I mean, I have friends now all over the country, investigator friends that I would have never had if I, if I did, wasn't, you know, going out into these forums and introducing myself and, and uh, striking up conversations and, and things like that and just talking shop with people. So there's definitely yep. some value to them. Absolutely. I agree. So tell me a little bit about the PI magazine. You had uh, written an article for them. What was that article about? And uh, tell me. A so, bit. yes, sir. They did their special social media uh, uh, profile this year. Uh, or was it late last year? I'm trying to remember this. Everything's going by so quick. But they asked me to write a specialized article on how to do 
email investigations. And so, you know, the thing that I have said over and over and over, and I, and I love for PIs to know this, this is so, so important, Matthew, when you're doing social media investigations, emails are the golden ticket, the golden key to getting a person's profile, their social media footprint, because every profile is tied to an email. And so that's why I provided some of those tools online for free and uh, teaching and training in that article on how to do uh, a detailed email uh, research to find your targets. Now, the article, of course, is limited. It doesn't include everything. There are, right. there are several hundred tools. Uh, uh, so it, it's uh, and again, you know, you mentioned this, too, Matthew. There are different people in our industry who have, have expertise and I do the same thing. If I need a forensics guy, I got a forensics guy who can take a cell phone and take it apart. That's not my area. Right. You know, other people are great out in the field doing surveillance, et cetera. So we, I think it's just great working together and providing those kind of tools. So that's why I, I did that article. In fact, they've asked me to write again. I just haven't had any time yeah. to get back to it. But it's a great magazine. I think sure. it provides great stuff for the for the community of, of uh, private investigators. Yeah, I've got a strong um, uh, relationship with those guys. I've um, uh, done a lot of writing for them. And, and I do. I, I love doing it. I, I love writing. I love getting feedback. I love when people contact me on LinkedIn. Uh, I had something, somebody just today, you know, uh, from like mm -hmm. Massachusetts. They're like, oh, right. I, did, I read this article. I'd like to pick your brain on on something. Can you, uh, can you give me a, a call? And I will call those people 100% of the time. If somebody's taking yeah. their time to reach out to me, um, I will definitely return that phone call. And um, I love meeting people and just uh, talking shop with them. Um, yeah. So we're going to dig into the, uh, all the emails uh, searching and some of the other open source stuff in, in just a little bit. But tell me a little bit about your background. Um, how did you get into this business? And uh, I guess since 2004, you've been doing it. So, so walk me through how yeah. you got there. So, you know, unfortunately, I went through a divorce about 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, my wife was acting funny and, and I got her cell phone and found some phone numbers and some information. And I just started sleuthing around online myself. And actually, I found the guy who she was with. Right. Unfortunately, sad situation. But, you know, it, it actually established a new career for me. Right. I thought, wow, I'm good at this. You yeah. know, and I had no training, but I was just good. You know, I, I love digging. I mean, that's why I love social media because I keep digging and digging and digging. And I just, I love that right. finding the information, you know? So that's how I got started in it. And it's, it's been a good career for me and kind of a second career for me. Right. I think, you know, I've done missionary work yeah. around the world. 40, 41 and, uh, countries, right? Yes, sir. And that's amazing. So I, still, I still do that. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping to build the business so big that I can, you know, then I can just fund my own, my own adventures around the world, but yeah. we'll get there eventually. No, but, it's, uh, it's admirable, man, that you spend so much time doing that. I, I, I'm the guy who's always been working and hasn't really had a chance to do it. Now my, my children are young too. And I, I, I look forward to when they get older to, to start taking them on, uh, those missionary trips to, uh, to do stuff. So it, it's, uh, yeah. You know, you and I have talked offline about that stuff, and I'm, I'm I admire yeah. it, man. I think it's really, uh, really cool work Thanks, that you've man. done. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, th there's there's always that uh, you know that question mark, like how does a private investigator, you know, who, who, <laughs> you know, how are they a Christian? Like, how does that work? And it, right, you know, and you you summed it up perfectly in another program. You know, you're like yeah, it's a no brainer. You know, it's like we're searching for the truth. It's, it's you know, we're not doing anything, 
you know, shady or illegal. Yeah, you're you're yeah. on this this quest to find out why something happened or how it happened and just answer answer questions, right? That's it. I mean, the truth is the truth. Whether it leans right or left, it's still the truth. So yeah, yeah I have no conflict with it. I, I really enjoy what I do and I feel like I'm providing a service that's that's uh, not only for attorneys, but the PI community. And uh, like you, I have that heart to help other people and teach other people. And so it's I, I find it thrilling to be be involved in this industry. Yeah, it's interesting, right? The truth is going to be uh, being going to be correct 100 percent of the tr- of the time. You know, yeah, hundred exactly. <laughs> percent. It'll always be there. <laughs> right. Um, Sometimes attorneys don't like that when they depose you, but that's yeah. another story for another time. <laughs> yeah, another story for another day. Definitely, definitely. Right. Okay. All right. So we're going to jump out real quick um, sure. for sponsors, and then we'll come back in and we'll start talking about your specialty and your your uh, investigative expertise. So sit tight, everyone. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Delve Point. Delve Point was founded by investigators with more than 70 years of combined service in the industry. From missing persons cases and custody disputes to insurance investigations and criminal cases, Delve Point's billions of records from all three credit bureaus allows you to develop a complete profile of your subject. Delve Point also has a new social media search that gives you access to over 200 million new records. Make sure you check out Matt's Quick Hit segment with Nikki McKinnell Marla for some great free resources. And here's Michael's perspective on Delve Point. I really like Delve Point. I use it as my first go-to investigative database on every case. I like their data. I, I like the fact to how updated it is. And they offer a lot of different kinds of searches, which are very important to private investigators. In other words, everybody knows how to pull a deep background report, a comprehensive search. But then you've got to dig deeper and use their email tools, their social media tools. Also, they have a tool where you can look at associates of an individual. And that's how you can really get a comprehensive look at, at a person and give a report to your client that's going to be excellent. So Delve Point just been great and I have a great connection with that company in terms of uh, their customer service and I can't say, you know, anything more highly than that. It's just a great company. Go to delvepoint.com for more and use code PIP20 for savings. And welcome back, everybody, to PI Perspectives. We are here with Michael Morelli from Powerhouse Investigations in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Michael, welcome back to the program. Thank you. It's great to be with you, Matthew. Right. So, uh, you know, everybody's got their own take on open source investigations. Um, right. And they've got their own style of doing things. And one of the things that uh, you had said, or, or, or just the theme, I guess, of one of the things you were talking about when I heard you last time was taking it further than the initial database search, right? Yeah. We all yeah. use the big five or one of the big five, uh, you know, data research companies, whether it be DellPoint or, or, you know, one scope now or, or one of the other ones. Right. So, uh, right. so we all use those, but then using that as like a base point uh, as a jump off point to do other research. Uh, and you have a really unique way of doing that. So can you walk me through, um, how you approach um, doing research and, and trying to find answers on your cases. Yes, Matthew. So uh, you're exactly right. I mean, we have our databases, but they're limited. You can't find everything that you need. So let me give you a real world case that I actually just completed. I'll use different names because it's still in litigation or it's going to litigation. But so we had this young man who was underage, who was drinking, who, who went to a bar 
at a party with the uh, employees, okay? And he presented an ID that was out of state and it was fake. So unfortunately, he went driving, he was drunk and he hit a truck and he got and the young man's gone, lost his life. So his parents are suing the bar, you know, the Dram Shop Act. Right. They're going for money from the bar. So the attorney hired me. I need to know everything about him. I want a full background. I want a full social media. And I want you to find a copy of that driver's license if you can. This, this needle in a thousand haystack. How am I going to find a copy of this driver's license, which they didn't have? So. What I did is, of course, the typical tools, the background, et cetera, TLO, all that kind of stuff. I use Delft Point a lot. Right. I like them. Yeah, me too. I'm a big uh, fan of Delft Point. Yeah, I like Delft Point a lot. I use IDI Core, but I go to Delft Point for the, the info that I can get there. Then I start doing specific things. Again, I mentioned emails earlier, Matthew. So I took this young man's email. I'll just call him JR17 at yahoo.com. I'm making that up, okay, because right. I, I want to protect it. So what I do is I take that email, I go to Google and I do a, a Boolean or Boolean search. People call it different things. You put it in quotes. So here's where this expertise starts to come in. You know, I think you mentioned I'm, I'm a board certified expert in cyber or social media investigations. And so these are some of the techniques I've learned. So you take this email, go to Google and you put it in quotes. So now you're telling Google, I only want you to find every instance that you have of that email and nothing else. Now, sometimes it'll come back with no results, but you put it in quotes. Well, I found a bunch of results. The second thing you do is you take what we call the username portion of the email. So JR17 at yahoo.com. So you take JR17, put that in quotes and run the same search on Google and see what that brings up. A lot of times people use the same username or email address over and over. People are creatures of habit. So now that will sometimes lead to their Facebook page or their Pinterest or their Instagram. And I'm looking for this kid's post and his, I need to know about his lifestyle. So to sum this up, I mean, I'm sure you may have some other questions. There's a lot of research obviously involved. Sure. But what I was able to do when I did that reverse search or Boolean search on Google was I found a, a site called pholder.com. And pholder is something that um, captures Reddit. Reddit is a community, you know, where people post all kinds of things. It's a social media community. Well, this particular site captures Reddit posts. And I found this post where they had a community where there were people talking about fake IDs. And guess what I found? I saw his California fake license. Now, his face was blacked out and other things. But there, were, there was enough information in there to let me know that this was my subject because I matched his signature from something else that I found and then presented all that information to the attorney and later actually the police found his wallet and turned it over and it's the exact driver's license wow. so you're not going to find a driver's license from a database right. like that a fake id you right. can't you have you have to use a lot of other tools to find that so that was a great uh, it was a lot of fun doing that investigation that is pretty amazing and you know i i think folks don't realize that reddit <laughs> reddit is a place you need to go to do your research. Yeah. There's so much um, mining to be done in Reddit. 
you know, folks, if you're digging into social media research or you're digging into trying to do profiles, that is one of the go-to places that, that most folks don't look. It, it really is. It, it's a great place because there's a lot of subreddits and that's what this was a subreddit about uh, fake IDs, which Reddit actually later banned. So, but because of this, this pholder.com site, they kept uh, captures of that. So I, I got to give a little shout out to the Heatherington group too, because when I was doing this, there's a little place I got stuck and I sent some information to them and they kind of gave me a little key that helped me get it unstuck and then I got everything I needed. So again, it's back to what we said earlier, you know, reaching out to other people and uh, we all have expertise, but no one PI knows everything. It's impossible. It's just too much information. So we rely on one another. So that was a, a really cool case. And the client was very happy with it. Yeah, shout out to Cynthia and to Rachel, right? Good stuff. Great people. Great, Great people. people. Yeah, we love Cynthia. She's uh, She's been very helpful to the communities. And just on a side note, folks, Cynthia Hetherington and Hetherington Group have put out some great webinars in this downtime. You definitely want to make sure you're taking advantage. Uh, she's uh, making them available. If you're part of a state association or a national association, if you go onto any of the listservs, you can find the information on how to uh, how to register for that. So. Just a side note on that. Okay, so Reddit, let's talk about uh, some of the other tools that you use to get your information. Sure. So a couple of really great sources are one that's called leakedsource.ru, leakedsource.ru. And you can put in various search terms like email or you can search username, IP address, first and last name, phone number. And what this site does is it looks for breach data. And so a lot of times I can use a site like this that will give me, for example, it might say this email or username belongs to Instagram, uh, MURL, Facebook, whatever. Now I know this person has a profile on these sites and I might have to dig a little deep to find them. But now I know, hey, this guy's got three profiles. So leakedsource.ru is a great site. Another one people might be familiar with is called Have I Been Pwned, and it's spelled, it's haveibeenpwned.com, and it's spelled have I been, just like you would, spell that, and then P-W-N-E-D, P-W-N-E-D, and that's a place where you can put it in email, and it will, and again, it's looking for breached data, and remember, I've said, the golden key is the email address. It's right. going to lead you to a person's identity online, blog articles. Um, I did a little search on an old email of mine and found, uh, um, what do you call that uh, site? Uh, MySpace. I found a MySpace site that I put together 15 years ago. Right. Forgot all about it. You know, just using these tools. I'm going to, um, uh, I'm going to leave my Tom joke out of it. I always throw the Tom joke in there when we talk about MySpace, <laughs> yeah. okay. but we'll leave Tom alone on this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, that's another great site. And let me give you another one if you want. Sure. This one, it's called ghostproject.fr, ghostproject.fr. And, um, Again, you can search an email and it will give you a, a breach data. So let me explain what breach data is so your listeners will understand if sure. they don't. Yep. So there are people who have unfortunately uh, hacked or used other methods to, to get data 
from websites. You remember when the big Ashley Madison breach happened? Yep. You know, that's a dating of not a, that's a cheating website for partners to cheat. And everything was released names, emails, addresses, phone numbers. Well, what happens is Google indexes this information and then these websites go and collate that information. So I'm not, we're not doing anything nefarious. We're not breaking any law. Anything that's on Google that is indexed is free game. There's no violation of any law to gather that intelligence. So those are a couple of great sites. And then again, for your listeners, there's a list of probably 30 sites that I put on my website. They're free. There's no cost or obligation. But if they go to powerhouseinvestigations.com slash email, it'll pull up a list. And then you can just click on all these different tools. And you take your email, put it in the tool, and see what information it will reveal for you. So those are a couple of really great uh, sources. And I'm always adding new ones to my site. So I encourage people to click back from time to time to – to look and see. Yeah, we'll definitely put the that link to your website, the, the Powerhouse PI website on the show notes here so folks can Great. go directly into it. So why don't you give me a, an example of a case that uh, you were surprised how it turned out. It didn't actually go the way you thought it was going to go. Mm, boy, I have one in mind. Okay, so I have to, again, uh, I can't say who or what, but this was a, this is a celebrity who was accused of a crime with an underage young lady. And I was hired uh, by another private investigator for the defense of this man. And he's a young man. Um, in, in any case, I was hired to do social media investigations on this girl and her associates and friends who attend the, the events. Okay. Well, I was able to find where they posted this particular person who complained. I'm trying to be real careful with my words. Yeah, no, no, be careful. Don't get yourself in trouble. No. (laughs) And the other individuals who were part of that little team, I was able to find posts on tons of social media where they posted wonderful glowing things about this individual and saying all these nice things about her. And uh, actually, at the very time where they accused this person, celebrity, of a crime. However, it comes out later. I mean, I found, oh, gosh, that report is, oh, it's about 80 pages. of. Uh, no, I'm looking at a different one. I'm sorry. It's, it, was, it was probably 600, I think, pages on, on that particular report. Oh, wow. But in, in any case, I mean, it was it's very, very detailed and captured all their social media, all their connections, all their visits to these kinds of, you know, VIP passes. They go to see these different celebrities. And, you know, there are people that are stalkers out there. Anyway, the long story short is it turned out, unfortunately, that this particular individual, this particular celebrity did do some things that were not appropriate. I don't know how it all ended up in court or how it all transpired at the end in the legal process but but i was surprised to find that out because the posts i found were glowing and wonderful and this guy this person lady's great and etc etc right yeah i guess you know there's there's uh two sides to every story and somewhere in between is the truth right 
<laughs> that's it. And that's up to juries to decide. I right. mean, again, you know, I found evidence that showed positivity to protect this particular celebrity. But apparently other evidence was discovered later through other techniques that had nothing to do with me or social media that showed there was some kind of untoward misappropriation of uh, uh, whatever. So right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's a tough case. So uh, we're talking about juries here. So let's segue now yeah. into some jury research because that's something that uh, you offer to your clients. So tell me a little bit about what that looks like. So uh, what we do is jury profiles. And we I'll give you an example of a case we just did. So the largest civil lawsuit to my knowledge, in Oklahoma history, $200 million lawsuit. They were seeking damages. I was working for the defense. They hired me to do 190 jury profiles uh, because we were able to get the jury profile about a week, I mean, the jury list rather, before, a week before the, they actually had to do vor uh, dire, which is the process of interviewing the jurors, prospective jurors. So I was able to put these reports together. And they had uh, several days. I mean, they got it to me as quickly as they could. But these reports will often include the age, the photographs, the, the employment, current positions, former positions, educational background, personal information, relationships, properties they lived at. For example, I have a photo of the property and the value of the property. Because basically what I did is I, I worked with these attorneys and I showed them some samples and they said, well, we want this and we want that and we want it in this order. And so we've regenerated these things right. to kind of create it to be user-friendly for the attorney. It has social media, but it's not like a deep social media report that we typically do. Um, this just will list like if they've got LinkedIn or if there's some articles and then you can just hyperlink right to it. And then there's a couple of areas where there's an emotional uh, evaluation and the big five person personality evaluation, which includes things like agreeableness, conscientiousness, extroverted, emotional range, sentiment, things of that nature. Uh, and it gives the attorneys when they're looking at it, they want to know, is this person going to be agreeable? Is this person strong willed? Uh, if they, you know, what, and, and what's their, uh, I'm sorry, um, socioeconomic background or educational sure. background. Do they have uh, a history of a court problems? So these are very detailed reports. And in fact, uh, it's not up on my website now, but it, it will be powerhouseinvestigation.com slash sample. People can go and download a sample social media report the graph report that comes with it. And then I'll have this up there tomorrow, probably uh, the uh, sample juror report so people can see it. So basically what we do is I make that available to other PIs and attorneys around the country. And, you know, we charge X amount of dollars. It's not much like 50 bucks, 45 bucks, depends on how many we do. Right. And then the, the PI can upsell it for another 15 or 20 bucks or whatever they want. And, um, you know, there, there's money to be made for everybody. Like sure. we talked about the pie, yep. but this is great information. So basically the attorneys took these, these reports, they sat down, they got a, a team of a couple of people and they made decisions based on these reports. These are people we do not want in the jury pool. Right. And so they had that, that was their first list. These, then they decided these are the people that we want. These are the kind of the undecided. So when they did Vordire, they were able to get the jurors that they wanted and of course, they have to use their expertise at that point as well. But this is just another tool in an attorney's arsenal 
and another tool that a PI can have to sell that uh, attorneys like because information is king. You know that. Yeah. And um, this, this, these reports, and you've seen it, it's very, very detailed and photographs. I mean, it just really uh, is an excellent product. And some of it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's gathered through the, uh, an IBM Watson analysis of social media and a lot of other data scrapers and um, et cetera, et cetera. So, but it's a great tool. Yeah, I can say I've actually, uh, you've, you've shown me some samples um, of, of some reports and stuff you've done, and it definitely is, it's legit. It's really, uh, it's good looking. There's a lot of really good information in there. And uh, it's something that I've kind of delved into a bit on my own. Um, it's a little bit hard in New York because they don't really give us that lead time to do the jury research. It's usually on the fly. So uh, essentially when we do it in New York here, we're, uh, we got about 15 names in about uh, 10 or 15 minutes to go thumbs up or thumbs down on those names. So we have to really rush through and do things quickly. And then once the people are in the box, once they've been picked, then we do uh, a bigger profile like that. Right. So do you have right. the ability to do uh, quick research like that if need be, or is it typically yes. you need the time to do yes. it? Yes. I mean, if you have 200 of them, it's going to take a day. We did it in 24 hours, That's 190 great. reports. I mean, we worked a lot of hours, but... But yeah, if it's at 15 or 20, we can do them very fast because basically the algorithms, everything is set up. So I'm inputting name, address, phone number, whatever, and it's, it's scraping this information and it, it puts it into the report for me. It formats it. I mean, a lot of work went into making this happen. So everything is formatted and bam, there it is. And it's a small report. You notice it's maybe uh, eight pages maybe 10 pages because when we, when we interview the attorneys, they're like, we don't want a 40, 30 page. We don't want a 600 page it's social true. media. Report. Yeah, we want something we can snapshots. Right. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting stuff. Tell me uh, one or two more stories here about uh, your social media research and, and uh, some, some different tools that you were able to use in a different way to, to locate and find some answers on people. Sure. So I had another case uh, on an individual, uh, who it was very high profile, um, international espionage murder case <laughs> of all things. <laughs> in fact, this case, uh, not my work, but this, this particular individual who did this was, there was a whole, uh, uh hour long show on frontline about him. And I'll, I can give you the name because it's all public data. You can search it online, and, and you might even know of the story. But the guy's name is Ali um, Alibara, or he goes by another name, Hamad. But in any case, what happened was this individual was educated here in the States, very, very intelligent young man working for Twitter. And he was performing espionage for the Saudi government and exposing uh, – profile information to them. So there was a particular individual who was a dissident and was writing, he's a reporter and was a, apparently a Saudi national and was writing uh, things that were anti, you know, what they wanted to hear. And uh, he was murdered. And so this guy's on the, on the, I think he's on the top 10 uh, most wanted FBI list right now. Wow. Uh, so this was, you know, from celebrity to, to espionage. And uh, so, but, but I'm sorry, you asked me about tools. Okay. So again, I had to look at all his emails. I had to find uh, 
his relationships. And that's a really important thing in social media investigations. Not only when you're looking at, you know, like, for example, Facebook and Twitter, and you want to look at their friends list. So I had to dig deep into their friends. One of the things I found was, which was, I thought, really odd. I'm kind of clicking through this report because I have it up on my computer was a lot of these individuals are really highly educated in America, computer science majors. I mean, you got to be really good with math and have a lot of wits about you to do that. Um, Anyway, they had their profiles and then all of a sudden you see a lot of his, his friends and then they all stop around the same time posting on social media. So, but what I was able to do was collate a list of a lot of his friends and find their information and uh, put that together for the team that uh, the attorneys that hired me that were investigating this, this case. Now, I don't honestly don't know how it was all used. I don't know how they used my information. I just provided the information. And, um, but there are a lot of different kind of these, these, uh, different tools based on the email. And then there's another really good tool that uh, I want to give you. It's org. So that's org slash bookmark.html. And maybe you can put this up on the notes of the show when you, when you, when you're ready. Yeah, uh, so org slash bookmark.html and it allows you to do people a phone lookups ip lookups host lookups email social uh, network name and what happens is when you put the name or the license plate or whatever you're looking for into it it'll open up about 10 or 15 different pages and search that information for you it's kind of like michael basil's tools that are not available anymore right i think a lot of people know about him you know i took i think i was the last student to get into his training uh last year because he shut it down and his tools are not available i have use of his tools for lifetime because i paid and took the training so that's a whole nother set of tools that i use but they're not available to the public right um you have to be able to log in and all that but anyway somebody created this site and it has the basic idea of michael basil's tools where you put an email in and it'll open up 10 different pages in fact that's the tool i just used before i called you um to and i found my old um uh, what did I call that thing again? I keep forgetting. No, uh, MySpace. Oh, right. Uh, I found an old MySpace page I forgot all about. So that was one of the tools I used along with his tools um, in that investigation. Yeah, that's great. I thought you were going to say, like, I did a whole profile on you. And by the way, <laughs> I was just waiting oh, for that you? one. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Thanks no, for not doing that. No, no it, I hadn't crossed my mind. I hadn't had time to even think about that. <laughs> Slow your roll, pal. I know you got your computer on. Relax. <laughs> um, okay, so so let's uh, let's back up just for a minute. So let's say I'm a new investigator, just got into this field. Maybe I'm, I'm hired and I'm, I'm working for somebody, and I'm trying to get my feet wet here. How would you suggest like the 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 rookie? Uh, you know, it's so intimidating. You hear open source. Like, how do I start doing all this stuff? Like, walk somebody through like where you should start looking for things and, and, uh, you know, the, the first place is to, to start to learn how to do all this stuff. Great idea. Great, great question. So what I first would recommend is find mentors. We talked about that. It's so important. Reach out to people and ask for help, ask them to teach you, ask them questions. 
Nothing wrong with that. That's the first thing. The second thing I would do is go on YouTube and type in OSINT, O-S-I-N-T, Open Source Intelligence, and look at and type in OSINT 2012. I'm sorry, 2020. And there's a reason I'm telling people to do that because you don't want to look at an OSINT video, open source intelligence video that's three or five years old because the techniques don't work anymore. Right. The techniques are always changing. So find relevant videos on YouTube and start learning how to do open source intelligence. I've done a lot of that. I continue to do it all the time because there's new tools that, you know, like I said, there's not one person that knows everything. So, and tools are constantly changing. Uh, one day they're here, the next day they're not. It's true. So uh, I would highly recommend people go to YouTube and it's free. You mentioned Heatherington. Uh, she has a lot of free videos that you can find online. Uh, great, great stuff. I mean, she's just phenomenal in, in this industry. Right. I would highly recommend a new person to get Michael Basil's uh, Intel Techniques book. I think it's maybe 60 bucks or 50 bucks. I could be wrong. Um, and really scour through that book and practice those tools and practice those techniques because you know, he's one of the top, top uh, people, Michael Basil and Hetherington, I think are probably two of the probably greatest experts in this industry. Right. Um, so those are places I would suggest that people go. Okay, great. Uh, so we're going to wind things down here. Um, Michael, I, I appreciate your time here. This has all been really, really fantastic. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank uh, you. So how do folks get a hold of you? So they can go to my website, powerhouseinvestigations.com. They can email me, Michael at powerhouseinvestigations.com or my cell phone is 918-645-4024 918-645-4024 and I'll be happy to help people or if they need expert social media work done I can do that for them or juror reports uh, or training um, I'm happy to do it great okay alright man so I appreciate your time tonight uh, for, uh, and I appreciate everybody tuning in to listen here this was really really great um, I, in my opinion, I don't think you can ever talk about open source enough. And it's so great to have different people's you know, take on, on how they do this stuff. So uh, thanks for taking the time tonight, Michael. And uh, again, thank you everybody for listening and we'll catch you on the next show. Take care. Thanks for checking out this episode. Michael had some great stories about how his research went above and beyond what was expected. Contact Michael to learn more about his social media research and jury research. These are services you can offer to your clients through Powerhouse Investigations. We also want to thank Crosstracks, Delft Point, and the Investigators Toolbox for sponsoring the show. Please, folks, check out their sites and consider using their services. Make sure to use code PIP20 for additional savings. Next week, Matt welcomes Stephen Comerick from Conflict International to discuss human lie detection. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you get notifications on Matt's quick hit segments because these segments will give industry updates on COVID shutdowns and issues. Now have a great week, stay safe, and thanks for tuning into PI Perspectives. <laughs>